What is up? Welcome to Culture FC, the weekly soccer podcast that's not really about soccer. We cover lifestyle, fashion, music, politics, all the things that surround the beautiful game, just none of the stuff happening on the pitch. My name is Louie. My name's Eggy. And this week, we got into a bunch of funny little topics. Uh, first, we started talking about a Spanish club that renamed themselves Flat Earth FC. Yes, we are not joking. Next, we talked about Gareth Bale and his current situation at Real Madrid, where they have basically threatened to bench him for the entire season unless he leaves which is a very crazy thing to say to your player. We then spoke about how the U.S. women's national team jersey is the best-selling jersey on Nike.com ever in one season. We talked about what it means for U.S. soccer, how incredibly crazy this stat is, and just overall how great it is for U.S. soccer. I just repeated myself, but we're going to leave that in there. Who cares? You know what I mean? Because it's great for U.S. soccer. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening to this podcast, whether it's on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Play, Google Podcast, Anchor. I can't even think of another one, but we're all on the basically above. All everything. the above, yeah. <laughs> Just send it. Just hit subscribe and also make sure to tell your friends about it. We're trying to grow. We're trying to get better at this. So sp- help us spread our message and our words. We appreciate it. Guys, we do have some news. We may not have an episode next week as we are going to take a short break for the summer. A lot of us are going to be away and will not be able to record this podcast. So we're trying to get an episode going for next week, but there's a good chance that this may be the last episode for a couple weeks. We do apologize. I know we just came back from Mm. break recently, but you know, we don't get paid for this and we do this in our spare time. And unfortunately... Our time is not spare anymore. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes life just comes at you fast, folks. So we, we'll, we'll be trying our best to get you this this top-tier content. But stay with us. Just bear with us for a couple of weeks. Make sure you're following us on our social medias to stay up to date with us. You can follow us at Trouble Soccer on basically any of the, po- of the social medias, as well as at CultureF.C on Instagram for the, in, the show-specific page for this podcast. We appreciate you all and love you. We hope you enjoyed this episode. All right, we are back. Another episode. All right, Ag, we're going to start this week with a hot topic. Let's hear it. Newly promoted Spanish third division club renamed themselves Flat Earth Flat Earth FC after being promoted promoted from the fourth division in Spain. And at first I thought this was just a publicity stunt, but they straight up have a brand new crest, a brand new website. Like everything is fully done and they are actually going with Flat Earth FC. Love it. Is their first signing Kyrie Irving? It seems that it, <laughs> he left the Boston Celtics to go join Flat what Earth is, FC. He came out, he's, like, he's like, listen, I renounced my Brooklyn Nets <laughs> contract. I'm signing for Flat Earth FC. Sorry, KD. You won't be back for a year, so let me take this time that you're away to go play some footy. Like, like, I'll be back in a year. We'll run it back. But for now, put me... He, dude, he, he'd probably be a damn good striker. He's like 6'4". Yeah. Quick on his feet. Yeah. Hey, sign him up, folks. Absolutely. He's playing in the third division in Spain. I'm sure he could do it. Oh, I'm sure he could. But dude, that is absolutely hilarious. It's it's pretty great. And at first, I read this. I'm like, no, this is bullshit. That has to be like this has to be like a satire piece, right? Like someone has to be. Making I think it's like up. a publicity stunt, but no, it seems like it's pretty legit from the owner's standpoint. And everything like he's really, really into this. And my other thing is this: is that, dude, this isn't in America. This isn't where people talk about this stupid fucking idea yeah. that the Earth is flat. 
constantly in the media for whatever reason over the last couple of years you have people fucking talking about it like crazy this is in spain like why would why <laughs> i just don't get it uh, i love the move honestly because it's, it's clearly something this owner believes in and not it's gonna draw publicity to them and it's so funny because it, it yeah, really it's does it's just a, like the amount of people who have been talking about this I, I went on twitter today to like just take a look at different articles or whatever and people are talking about it Already. And why else would you be talking about a Spanish third division side? Yeah, other than their absolutely ridiculous name. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine if they actually make it to like the first first division. It's oh, like I Real Madrid versus Flat, flat Earth FC. <laughs> I, I want nothing more for them, than for them to make it. I need them to just clean sweep the third division. Oh my God. Get to the second division and just make it. Do it. You want to hear something better too about this? Yes. On their site, they have a list of three partners or friends, quote unquote, that they have. <laughs> okay. That include a Flat Earthers news site, <laughs> which has a tab dedicated to anti-vaxxer propaganda. Oh, no. And their two other partners are two Spanish YouTube channels that seem to specialize in conspiracy theory videos. <laughs> <laughs> so it's basically a club run by wag jobs, connected with wag jobs. This is, oh, this story gets better and better. And if you think about it, there are so many clubs in the world and they all represent something different, right? You know, St. Pauli FC, they're very left wing, they're yeah. political. A lot of clubs are politically charged in some way and a lot of people find a way to connect with different clubs. And when you think about it, there should be a club out there for everybody and even for true, crazy people. True, <laughs> Even for absolute whack jobs. Imagine though, just imagine you're playing for this team. You're you're chatting somebody. They oh yeah, like I heard you were talking about. Yeah, what do you play for? I play for Flat Earth FC. Imagine having to say that with a straight face and having to explain to someone that it's not a Sunday League team. <laughs> They're like, oh, so you play like with friends? No, no, this is no, professional. No. I have a professional contract. I I, <laughs> I show up to uh, training every day. I do all this stuff for Flat Earth FC. So then, my question is, what do you think happens if they take a flight somewhere? Do they just pretend like the, they're not seeing what's out there in the world? They're just like, nope, it's just flat. They better. <laughs> they, I'm sure the owner gets to the point where they everyone shut shut your windows. <laughs> I want you all to shut the windows. Don't even look out the window. All right. <laughs> oh, that's incredible. Uh, if I'm the owner, I'm going far to say we actually don't fly anywhere. We travel everywhere by team bus. <laughs> we leave four days in advance. Do you think they have like like sessions with their players now where they go, all right, guys, everybody get into the film room. But instead of sitting there watching film about the the next team they're facing, it's just straight up conspiracy theories. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure their day starts with breakfast with the team. You know what I mean? Their opening meal, some morning stretches and everything, a full on training, go back inside for game film, fall back to conspiracy theories. And an anti-vaxxing seminar. Oh, <laughs> you think, hey man, am I miss next week's game? My uh, my wife's pregnant. Like, speaking of that, what's your plan for the kid? <laughs> do you do do you know about like polio and smallpox and all that? Great, they, we're not gonna vaccinate the kids. Yeah, those are actually fake. The government <laughs> wants you to believe that stuff. This guy's like, listen, man, I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and vax my kid, okay? <laughs> I'm full on Team Flat Earth FC. Same. I need so, some memorabilia. Do you think the owner just doesn't like offer like health insurance? Like, you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need it. You don't need to get. You don't need a vaccination or anything. You're good. We don't offer health insurance. Oh, that's so incredible. <laughs> like we cover everything except vaccinations, folks. <laughs> Broken leg, hurt muscle. Gotcha. Under your coverage. You want to get vaccinated for, for chicken pox? Sorry, not happening. Oh my god, man, that is. <laughs> This is so great. I, just, I love it. It's so great. It is a power move by this owner to just make his club run this way. 
And honestly, it's working. I love it. it oh, yeah. It's such a great thing. How do the kids look? They're plain. They're like yeah. navy. They're, they're crests are all right. I mean. I was kind of hoping it was uh, I could buy one. <laughs> I kind of want one, too, at this point, just for shits and giggles, Same. man. Like, this is crazy. Oh, someone. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Uh, someone on Twitter wrote, I wonder if they'll be playing with spherical balls or disc-shaped balls next season. <laughs> I was only wondering, like, how do you tell your team, hey, hey, pass the ball? Like, <laughs> like, don't you feel a little ass backwards that you're playing with four that revolves around a ball? That's so great. Like, the fact that NASA has to have has had to come out and defend the fact that the world is round in 2019, it's absurd. You would think we would just give up by this point, but no, clearly not. I saw another tweet this morning. It was like, uh, scientists in 1990... We cloned a sheep and like we fixed a bunch of diseases. Scientists in 2019, guys, the Earth is not flat. It's just crazy where we are as a society in the world. We're just regressing at this point. Oh my god! We have GPS, satellite, the internet, videos, all of these things, and people just mm-hmm. go, "Nah." You can literally Google things, and it'll, just, it'll explain to you so many ways about how the Earth is 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 very very round. And it's so crazy to me because you have to literally just believe the craziest thing to believe that this is a thing yeah you have to genuinely just disregard truth of all manners like yep this is real you have to literally like see facts in your face just space out for 10 minutes and go it's flat <laughs> like you just ignore everything in front of your eyes and just, and just go along with it uh well i wish them luck i hope they get promoted to the spanish second I do division too. i would love to see them in the first division playing a barcelona versus flat earth fc football match i'd love it now we know it might be kind of a conspiracy or sorry now we know it might be a publicity stunt but i feel like i would be mad if in three years time they changed their name back i don't even know I'd what be, their original oh, name I'd be was livid. livid i don't care what their original name was Listen, they if, did not matter to me before today if you're dipping your toes into this pool <laughs> you go all in go ahead and dive on in you know what you i mean you cannot just wade in here you gotta mm-hmm. Full I need I need them selling flat Earth merch at their at their pro shops. Everything you know what I mean. Sell keychains that are a flat disc shaped <laughs> Earth. Like just commit. You know what I mean. Commit a thousand percent in the face of adversity and just do it. Just go for it. Just send it, folks. Absolutely. But keeping it within Spanish football, uh, some news came out yesterday that Real Madrid are threatening to bench Gareth Bale all season Dude, if I he refuses that. to leave. And like, Afana, <laughs> what a power move by Real! They're like, don't know what Gareth Bale is. He hasn't been great lately, but he's still an upper echelon winger. You know what I mean? Almost any club in the world would probably want him. Absolutely. And we've talked about it on the show before. He is a player that has given Real Madrid so many good memories. He scored in, he's won two Champions League finals for them. And I say this on repeat almost, it seems. But mm-hmm. genuinely, it's shocking how Real Madrid treat Gareth Bale and are treating Gareth Bale. Yeah. The fans don't support him and have never really supported him, despite the fact that he's won them two Champions Leagues. Mm-hmm. It's absurd to me. And so... The fact that they're straight up coming out and saying, hey, if you don't leave, we will not play you. Yeah. And like basically they wouldn't allow, I don't think they're going to allow him to train with the first team. They would make him train on his own. And it's not like the dude did anything wrong. He didn't have, he didn't like racially abuse anybody. He didn't bite anybody. I'm trying to think of people who have been yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like removed from a team. He didn't headbutt somebody like their current coach. Right. No offense, love Zizou, but <laughs> just saying. And like, I'm thinking of like Carlos Tevez. He didn't refuse to come on at any point. Yeah, he just wants yeah, to play. Yeah. And exactly. he's not being He just wants to. a chance to prove that he's still the, the player they thought he was not when they bought him. Because his first year, he did great there. That Again, that memorable Copa del Rey goal, you know what I mean? Yep. I think his first season, they won the Champions League, no? 
I believe I I'm don't pr- recall. I think it was though. Yeah, I want to say yeah. I want to say they did. If I'm wrong, obviously because that was six years ago and he's been yeah. there for about six years. Yeah, I'm pretty Something sure that's like right. That. If it's yeah. wrong, you guys can go ahead and roast me. I don't blame <laughs> you. I would do the same thing if I were you. But so, he's brought them so many good memories, like you said, and they're just again. It's just it's the Real Madrid way of doing things, and it makes me so mad because players run and do anything to get to Real Madrid, but yet their fans, their club, they treat players like this. Like I will, uh, I don't know, I just don't understand. It's it. so it's so backwards, and it really paints a funny picture when you. It's almost the flip side of player power, right? Because yeah. we now live in a world where. Usually the player holds all of the power in mm. any negotiation. You know, look at Neymar. Basically, news came out today yeah. refusing to join PSG in preseason to force a move back to Barcelona. This is probably the biggest name in world football right now. Yeah, he's right from up Messi there. and Cristiano Ronaldo. But like he's one of the biggest names in world football. And that he's illustrating the typical player power move yep. where he goes, Yep, yep. I'm out. I don't want to do this exactly. anymore. Exactly. Get rid of move me. Let's me. go. Now, how comparing it and contrasting it to uh, the Gareth Bale situation is baffling because Gareth Bale wants to be there. He is good. He deserves, in my opinion, to be there. He's oh, I a agree. Good player. I agree. And knowing that, especially with Hazard, now why wouldn't you pair you pair Bale and Hazard on the wings? Like, what? Who are they playing on charting? Like they said you're telling me Marco Asensio and Vinicius Junior are just that great that, that they, they keep Bale. They, out yeah, of do the they side? deserve ah. to keep Bale out of sight completely? And don't get me wrong, those are two good... Asensio's good, he's he's scored a bunch of goals, he's, he's a good player. Reese's Jr. has but a lot he, of promise. Yes, but I don't think Asensio is the player that Bale is. I still think... I would I take Bale over Asensio today. I would too. I think Asensio... All, think about... I don't watch as much Real Madrid as I should, but I'll say this. I feel like Asensio, all his big moments have come when he's been a super sub or something like that, yeah. when he's attacking guys who are tired. Yeah. Other than that, I think the, what, the Super Cup versus Barcelona when he came on and just absolutely destroyed them. Sure. Just, Knocked one top corner, corner past their I'll never forget that goal. I watched yeah. that live in my jaw. No, he's, he's a baller. He's a baller, flat out. But he is. He's not consistent. No, and I don't. He's, I don't think he's better. I agree with you. I would take him on my wing over Gareth. Or I'm sorry, I'll take Gareth Bale on my wing over him. Yeah. Look at Bale's Champions League hat trick last year against Liverpool. Like, I mean, hat trick goal. My bad. <laughs> if he's going to hat- Champions League hat trick, you best believe he'd be in their team. But you look would at his. Think so, but I still don't think that would. He happen. really might not be. But honestly, like, remember his goal. Like, that's what the guy can do at yeah. the moment at the. Change the game. Yeah, exactly. Change At any moment, you could just pull out magic like that. There's Absolutely. not many players that can do that. Yep. And they're just want to throw one to the side. It's crazy to me, man. Yeah. It, it, it definitely seems like a, more of like a uh, Zinedine Zidane thing <laughs> against Gareth Bale. Yeah. Maybe. I feel uh, like Zizou's never really loved them. Carlo loved them when he had them. Yeah. Then Zizou took over, or then Rafa took over and obviously played him. Once Zizou took over, it's when it got rocky for him and Isco, I feel like. Yeah, but... That being said, he would still sub him in. He was still on the team sheet. It yep. wasn't like he was completely removed. And exactly. he still produced. And it's not like Bale is saying, like, start me or I'm leaving. He's just saying, I want to be here. Like, let me be a part of this. Exactly. He's like, is- I, he's like I want to play for Real Madrid. Which is baffling because he comes on, the the fans are chirping him. The it, At this point, the management is chirping him. Like, the guy is borderline hated by Real Madrid, yet he just wants to play for you guys. Like, shit. So what do you, what do you think this means for like his future? Do you what do you think happens with him? Do you think he moves or do you think he stays? If you had to guess right now, I think he moves. You think so? There's only so much a player can take, and eventually some club will come in, and I think they'll they'll entice him and they'll flirt with him enough where he'll be like, you know what, this club's willing to give him, give me their all. Real Madrid sitting here telling me, hey, guess what? Go train with the kids. Yeah, I think he'll move. If I were in his shoes, I'd probably move, no matter how much about how bad you want to play for Real Madrid. Like they're just not giving you a fair chance. And it's funny when you think about how other transfers go. Usually it's like another club will 
like pay a fee to basically break the current player's contract to yeah. then allow him to move, right? And they give players contracts for a set number of years expecting the player to finish those years. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that's guaranteed money for him. It's like this is he's guaranteed this many years in Madrid, etc. And so it's kind of fucked up when you're they're like, yeah, you know what? We don't want you here. Yeah, just you know, go ahead, go ahead and find a way out. And Even though a couple like, of years ago when we gave you your extension and said we'd give you all this money and we would commit to you, yeah, fuck off. He really went from the first $100 million player to just, hey, please leave. <laughs> right. Despite the fact that he still produced. Yeah. Yeah. Backwards turn of events, guys. It's not this like it's like they went out to be on Fernando Torres. That shit hurt. You know what I mean? Still love him, <laughs> but that shit hurt to watch. This man put up goals, has, has won you plenty of trophies. Actually, well, Torres won a lot of trophies, too. Not with Liverpool, but... <laughs> but yeah, dude, like, uh, I don't know. I I think he deserves a fair, especially with Hazard and the team. Like Hazard is such a creator, yeah. Whereas Bale's such a finisher. Like, don't you? I just think that's a that's a a mixture for something good, right? And they don't even want to give it a try. Oh, it's crazy to me, man. Especially because on the wing, Gareth Bale would play on the right wing because he would cut in and shoot in his left. Yeah, right. And then Hazard would play on the left wing. They have uh, Jovic now through the center with Benzema. Mm-hmm. Like that's the pretty that's potent a- attack, <laughs> ladies yeah. and gentlemen. And, Clearly, last year, you saw that you missed someone like Cristiano Ronaldo. And I love the signing of Hazard for them. Like, I think he's going to fill majority of that hole. But yeah. you're still trying to fill a mammoth-sized hole with a very large player in Hazard. But you still could use the help from ha- from Gareth Bale. Absolutely. Uh, it's crazy to me. I it's, just... And all that, I'm sure Eden Hazard would love to have a player of Bale's caliber on the t- in the team with him. He's been <laughs> Chelsea has been trotting out William and Pedro next to him for the last three years. Like I'm sure, yeah. Oh man, I just like Hazard's looking at them like, dude, I'm finally here. I'm finally right. I I finally got a Chelsea game here. Like, help me. Yeah, let me be successful. Like, bring yeah, exactly. And even with the news of potentially Neymar going back to Barca, that changes the landscape in La Liga by a ton. Oh yeah. Now all of a sudden you have a Barca team that's back to its best that that had just won a trouble in 2015, mm-hmm. and there's a secret chance that they might sign Griezmann and Neymar. Dude, that would be such a coup. Those two. Do you think Suarez goes to the bench after at that point? Like, so last year Suarez didn't have the best season. He right. was struggling. Yeah, he struggled with, a lot. With, with his scoring, and so I could totally see them. I don't know in terms of their ability to sign both in terms of financial resources. Yeah, but if if we if this were done in a vacuum where they had endless amounts of money. It would be absurd. it would be great. Griezmann down the middle, Messi, Neymar. Mm, they I'm won't sorry. score a single header all year, but who cares? <laughs> they don't need to. <laughs> They'll just dribble everybody and nutmeg everybody exactly. into the goal. They'll mm-hmm. be fine. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't even. They don't even need to cross a single ball. No. Don't even work on crossing and nope. training or nothing. Jordi Alba will bomb up the wing. He'll see a perfect cross and he's gonna go. You know what? Never mind. Yep. Let me just lay back off to Messi. But yeah, dude. Like, man, what? Wow. I'm just thinking about what a team that would fucking be. If Neymar goes back to Barcelona, that's scary for everybody. I want him because. To go back. That is, uh, you're gonna have a midfield of Frankie De Jong, Artu has been who has been balling for Brazil in the Copa America, baller. who has shown that he is a right now he's probably Brazil's best player. Probably, like he in terms he, of dude, skill, he's, he's just like he's an absolute just metronome in the middle. He just controls the game so well. Very rarely places a bad dude. The amount of times I, I watched, I was watching the game of the night versus um, someone was it Venezuela we played the the last game One was of the PKs. it was uh, Ecuador. No, it was Paraguay. Paraguay, that's who it was, my bad. I watched that game, and the, it was clear that their tactic was to, every time he got the ball, was to rush him, give him no time, and make him make a mistake. Yeah. The dude wouldn't make mistakes. No, you can't he, take the ball off. You, he would either he would either just 
cut here and there, dog with the ball, then find an open pass. He'd get the ball off four. They just they just couldn't get near yeah. him. It was flat out impressive, honestly. I I literally left that game. Even one, it was no no. They won in PK. I was yeah. just like, wow. Yeah. What a fucking player. And so then, if you think about adding Frankie De Young to that, yep, you have who's also almost impossible to get the ball off of. Yep, and he's another super creative player. I yep. think he'll take a little bit of time to get accustomed to. I everything, think so too. But I don't even know, man. That and you have Philippe Cochin, who's probably going to have to be moved if they are to resign Neymar Dude, because yeah. of the money. Dude, and it kills me because I'm so sure Chelsea would t- would pluck a would pluck Bale Cochino if we didn't have a chance for Ben. Yeah, we've got the money. Yeah, Hazard literally would have just paid one of them off right there. Yep. That's unfortunate for Chelsea too. Yeah. That's thanks, man. I'm sorry. Tell me about it. <laughs> Tell me about it. Because it would just be so ready, man. Like, here, here you go, Phil or Gareth. Take this left wing left by right? Gareth Bale. Oh, that would be so great. That would really put our chips in Pulisic. So, hey, Captain America, here we go. Let's go, buddy. <laughs> Let's go. You still haven't picked a number yet. Yeah, I feel like it's also because he's on he's on US, yeah, he's he's, on yeah, national he's, team he's, duty. He's he's here in the, yeah, he's here in the States. Um, but... Today is July 1st, the official beginning of preseason for pretty much every club, I believe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so expect a lot of transfers to happen. I cannot wait. We've been talking about it over the last couple of weeks uh, mm-hmm. in the group chat that we have. That the it's only, been quiet, yeah. It's been quiet. The only club that has done all their signings was Real Madrid. They did yeah. five within a week, and they were like, yep, we're good, basically. They spent, I don't know, the Militao, Hazard, Ferland Mendy, Jovic, like, give them everybody. Rodrigo, they took everybody. Yeah, everybody. So they got their transfer dealings done early, which was good. And we were like, this is a very quiet summer so far. In, considering that the all of Europe shortened their transfer window, or was it just uh, England who shortened I think just England window? did it. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. it was everybody. Yeah, no, just, um, just England. But England did shorten their transfer window just yep. to August. So I think a lot of the Prem clubs are going to be getting a lot of moves soon. Man For United sure. have two signings. They signed Wan-Bissaka. Mm-hmm. There's a couple more rumors. Um, City looking like they might announce someone yeah, this week. Rodri with, from Rodri, there you go. Atletico. Um Dude, sneakily having a summer is Juve. Dude, the, oh the fact that they keep getting these, all these free, free trade, like, no one is making Juve spend any money. I'm infuriated. And it's like, okay, you can look at the players and go, oh, yeah, but they're like, not the great. Dude, they are, what? they like, they may not be like, you know, maybe not tier one players, but Rabio at one point was being talked about like the next coming of Jesus Christ. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Emery Chan. I the, don't like him, the, but I don't. Yeah, I, I don't care for him. But the he, thing is, that's exactly what you need. You need depth in your team because guess what? These, these was Coppa Italia and these these Serie A games that don't matter that much. You can now trot out a uh, Rabio, Ramsey, Emre Khan midfield and keep was it Pjanic? I don't even remember their starting midfield. But Tweedy, Matu- I forgot that. I forgot they still start Matuidi. Yep. Matuidi guys got to go to the got to go to the second the second unit now, right? But he does he does such a phenomenal job in his position, though. I don't who replaces him. To do what he does, oh, yeah, he point. plays cleanup. He he connects the midfield. He does. Yeah, right, right. He he's he's tenacious. He like. I feel like I'm, I feel we're missing a midfielder. They have. We absolutely are. Pjanic. Pjanic. Yep. There's another Pjanic. one who's a baller. So Pjanic starts, and who? I mean, what they play with midfield three? Yeah. So like Pjanic, Rabio, and I I guess Matuidi. But dude, you make a good point. It's that whole thing of like. Juve's biggest goal is winning the Champions League at yes. this point. Oh, they, how, how many more Serie A's can they win? They've won, I exactly. think, 15 more than anybody else. Who yep. cares if they win another one? Great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then guys. they're on the verge of signing Delic now, too. Like, what the oh hell else can God. you do? And that's the craziest part. They sign a bunch of players on freeze, and which allows them to sign the young, the currently the probably the best young defender in the planet. Yeah. For the, crazy The money. only move I find, so, they find weird by them is that they're apparently trying to sell Jean Cancelo. 
which yeah. I don't understand because I think he's an absolute baller right he back. Is. Like I, I would make an argument for him at top five, top three right backs in the world. Even he's really good. He's phenomenal. I think they're just like maybe we can get some money. They're like maybe our squad is so good that we could not need this oh, right sick. back. They didn't maybe. fucking have that attitude when we wanted Alexander like three, four years ago. <laughs> Fuck off. Well, that's when they were being tight fisted with Alexander. There was a bunch of clubs after him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dude, now a back four of Jean Cancelo, Delict, Bonucci, Alexandru. Like, what? What? That scares me. The only part of their team that I find suspect, and maybe it's just me, is goalie. I don't find Chesney that great. Yeah, but don't worry. They have, uh, they just signed. Um, yeah, Gigi Buffon coming Gigi back, Buffon apparently. Came back yeah. to be the backup for. Uh huh. That's a crazy one, too. Chesney is signed to be Buffon's backup. <laughs> Buffon, Buffon leaves. leaves to PSG when Chesney becomes kind of the starter. <laughs> yep. He goes to PSG, doesn't do anything. Kind of, no. it wasn't great for PSG last kinda, year. People slept around the rug, but he kind of blew the Champions League for he them. He didn't. I didn't want to say that because yeah, he's a legend, say. but thank you for saying it for he, me. He kind of blew that leg. He had two very suspect, what was it? Somebody shot. I forget who took the shot. I think it was Papa shot. He completely parried it and just didn't yeah. get on it at all. Put the right in Lukaku's feet. Yeah. That's actually very true. Yeah, he kind of blew, blew that, blow that I don't one. think Adiolo makes those two mistakes that he made in that. In that I mean, again. Kind of it's 2020. We don't actually know what he would have done, but right. I'm confident that Adiola wouldn't have done that. Yeah. And so then he comes, goes back to Juve to be the backup, which is cool because maybe he'll retire after this year and he'll finally get that Champions League maybe, uh, trophy that maybe. he's hoping for. You know what I mean? He, he probably has a start. He probably left. We're like, all right, guys, I'm going to PSG to win it. And then, like, all right, we announced Cristiano Ronaldo. He's like, motherfucker. No, and he probably got to PSG thinking, oh, man, guys, they got such a good squad. Look, look at everybody. Yeah, yeah. He gets there. It's an actual dumpster fire because <laughs> of their whole front office, the way that they run things. Yeah. And he just goes, oh, my God, what did I do? He's worse they're like, oh, they got hurt again. Great. Oh, Ney decided that he just didn't want to train this week, and he's whatever. He's in Brazil partying and making out with his sister. Excellent. Awesome. And he goes, we're never going to win anything. No. Uh, He's running back. He's like, Krishan, please win me this damn (laughs) Champions League. Uh, But it'll be interesting. I mean, I think Juve's strategy of let's get everybody for free may work for them. Who knows? Honestly. At this point, what's that? No transfer free? Come on down. (laughs) Shit, I might sign for Juve tomorrow, guys. You never know. Wait for the announcement. From Culture FC to Juve, Eggy Hernandez. <laughs> Number 69. Whee! So, Egg, uh, something really funny happened over this weekend, and it's only barely related to football, but we're going to talk about it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, England has a music festival called Glastonbury, which, for anybody in America, it's essentially kind of their Coachella. Yep. It is the biggest music festival in all of the UK. It is wild. It's insane. And... There is a artist, his name is Dave. I know, wish he came up with something more creative. He goes by Dave. Who knew Aspliqueta was an artist in his spare time? <laughs> and he, Dave has a song with AJ Tracy called Tiago Silva. It's actually a really good song. I had, I've heard of it like over a year ago. There was a dude in the crowd wearing a PSG kit, and Dave is standing on stage going, yo, anybody out there sober enough to come on stage and help me sing this song? And... This dude's like pointing at himself, being like, no, me, like, I'm like, get me up there, get me up there. Someone turns him around. The dude's wearing a Tiago Silva PSG kit. That's hard. And so, that's fly. Dave is like, fuck, well, I can't pick anybody else. The dude's got a, a <laughs> he's PSG. He's got it on. Like, he's I got, got a Tiago Silva jersey. So then, this dude, Alex, he's like, if I had to guess, he's probably in his early 20s, maybe 19. Had to be, yep. He comes on stage. He's wearing like a bucket hat and like a Fila kind of fanny pack. And you're looking at this dude going, no way this dude knows the words to this song. Like, no way this dude's going to start rapping right now with Dave. They give him a mic, and this dude killed every 
single word in every single line to the song with Dave. And they're both up there as if they were like recording artists together. And like this kid Alex is out there like, like dude, it was so absurdly crazy. Um, it was so big and it's so big on Twitter right now that even Thiago Silva himself. Dude, who's I on, saw me tweeted at him. I was like, no way. It's so crazy. He, Thiago Silva tweets at him and he just gets recognition from this from Thiago Silva. And then all of a sudden, Dave and AJ Tracy, who had never actually, I guess, met Thiago Silva, got follows from Thiago Silva on Twitter because he was like, oh shit, there's a song named after me. I haven't known about it, even though it's like a three-year-old, two-year-old song, three-year-old song. And it's it was so crazy. Dude, imagine that. Like you're just you you go up there, you just absolutely kill it from the crowd, you're just like, nice, it's the peak of my life. You go home and Thiago Silva was like, sick, dude, thanks. Oh. Uh, and then this dude, like, I just like it was such a baffling thing that happened. I just watched this video and I was like, this is so great. And that's what I, I love about football. It's like it's not just about the the sport itself. Like clearly these dudes love football so much mm-hmm. that they named a song Tiago Silva. Yeah. And that brought this dude who was wearing a Tiago Silva kit. Brand new kit, by the way. It was the one from this upcoming season. So he clearly really oh, likes Tiago Silva. He just got it then. Wow. Yeah. And he's up there rapping with a rapper. Like, during <laughs> Glastonbury. Like, that would be like if you and I went to Coachella and Kanye was performing at Coachella. Oh. And Kanye had a song called, I don't know, Eden Hazard. And, he, Ooh, and you're I'm, there with his jersey. And he goes, Yo, someone help me like sing this. And then you go up there and you know every word and you just become famous off of it. I would love every second of that. This dude has like, I think, 40,000 followers on Twitter right now. <laughs> and he went from probably like having like a couple hundred to a dude. couple thousand. We found he posted his Instagram and we looked at it earlier. Uh, he has like six photos on his Instagram. One of them's like a mirror selfie. So the dude's oh, like, you know, no. those, you know, those like pictures you take as a teenager that you yeah. cringe about later where you're like, why didn't anyone tell me this was a bad I've idea? I've had a couple of those. I don't want to yeah. And he's like, and then he went from having fucking mirror selfies to getting comments on his pictures from AJ Tracy and getting a shout out from Tiago Silva. Dude, imagine that glow up. Like, dude, it's crazy. It's, you go to the mirror like, yeah, I'm going to have a good time here. You leave just a legend. Best part was Stormzy was headlining another uh, one of the other stages. Somehow this kid Alex just happened to be in the front row again. And he's there on someone's shoulders with no shirt on, just like living his best life. Dude, and I'm this like, was really just living. I love it. It's crazy. Shout out to you, Alex. Good on you, man. Yeah, hey, dude. <laughs> Live your best life, bro. <laughs> Good I'm for jealous you, of you. That's great. I love it when music and soccer inter- inter- intertwine. It's a good, it's a good time. But on to the last little bit of, of news that we want to cover this week. Uh, Nike CEO Mark Parker recently came out and said that the USA women's home jersey is now the number one soccer jersey, men's or women's, ever sold on Nike.com in one season. Love it. Yes. I want you guys to digest that for a second, and I'm going to repeat it. The USA women's home jersey is now the number one soccer jersey, men's or women's, ever sold on Nike.com in one season. Now, let's go through the list of clubs that Nike has been the sponsor of. Mm -hmm. Man United, for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Who else right now? Barcelona. Barcelona. Sorry. There Currently you. Chelsea. Currently Chelsea. Um, Inter Milan. Yep. Juventus they had before. Adidas. For a little while. Yep. They've Arsenal. I mean, they've, they've had every big club at one point except maybe Real Madrid. Yeah. So think They're about Bayern that. Bayern Munich. They obviously never had Bayern because Adidas like basically owns Bayern right. Munich. But think about that for a second. Yeah. These are, these are global powerhouse clubs that have millions and millions of fans all mm-hmm. over the world. And only they... They have sponsored Brazil for God knows how long. Like yep. those are other jerseys that like are best sellers, and yet the USA Women's jersey for this World Cup is now the best selling jersey Love ever. It. Love it in one season. 
That's incredible. Yep. Give me a Rapino jersey. Right now. Need it. Right now. Ugh. And so what was a what was crazy about this is that it really just shows how much the US one thing that I took away from it personally is just how much the US loves a winner. Yeah. A and B, like the World Cup fever is real. Oh, absolutely. US women are killing it right now, doing really well. They face England tomorrow. People are loving it right yeah. now. Everybody's paying attention across the country. Yeah, I love. It. I I hate that my desired final is a semifinal with yeah, England and USA. I thought I was about that. Really too. hoping we make it to the final, but I also feel like both the USA and England are better than the two teams on the other side of the bracket. Yes, I think whoever wins the semifinal wins the whole thing. Yeah, I don't get me wrong. I think Netherlands have a good squad. They're looking okay, but neither of them was it Sweden. The other ones who advanced, yeah, Sweden. Neither of those two cl- the, those countries yeah. really get like I don't. Sweden think got Rio when we played them in the group stage. Right, Netherlands I think is even the underdog in that game. So imagine what we do to them. Right, and so I really wish this was your desired final in the final, not tomorrow yeah. in the semi. I know that because England's right. England's right back there. Like people claim she might be the best like female football. Lucy Bronze. In the Did world. you see the goal she scored against? Um, Bro, what was holy. that? Who they played last? Um, Norway. Like, Norway. That goal that Lucy Brown scored, I genuinely was was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I was, I was like, like, "This is wow!" Incredible. So her, uh, she's gonna be up against Megan Rapinoe. Yeah, the lady who's been carrying the USC on her back currently. At least last game she did. That that'll be yeah. And against wow. Spain too, she scored both against Spain, the two PKs. Oh yeah, she did score the two PKs. So wow. she scored the last four goals technically in two knockout games. That's that's wild. Because Alex Morgan's not doing much. Folks. But you know what's funny about that though? <laughs> Alex she's Morgan- tied for the golden boot. Is she still tied? Yeah, her and Rapino. Oh, because Rapino has five too. I forgot. Yeah. So she has five goals. Alex Morgan has five goals and three assists, though. Mostly mm-hmm. all from one game. Which all is from like, one game, I think. All from one game. All actually, from one yeah. game. <laughs> and yet she's still at the top of the the, the scoring charts, which is good for her, I guess. Ah, uh, yeah, same. But it does show that she hasn't been as effective this uh, tournament. Yep, just saying. She did get rested for a couple of games. Yeah, randomly. she did. She did. She did. I was quick to recant my statement, <laughs> but just know I'm tiptoeing about throwing it back out there, folks. <laughs> Five goals in Thursdays versus Thailand don't mean too much. <laughs> but I'm going to shut up before the game tomorrow. She's back to Hattie. So let me stop talking. Right. Imagine that. Um, and so another thing that got me thinking about this whole becoming the best-selling jersey ever on Nike.com is imagine if the men were good. If the oh U.S. men were good, you, soccer would take over this country. Oh, absolutely. You absolutely see that we get behind the women. Well, the amount of people who I've heard like, oh, the game's Tuesday at three, like, oh, I gotta get free. I'm just like, you're not even a soccer fan. Like, you've never you've, cared about footy. Exactly. Why you've do you never, care now? You've, you've never spoken to me about footy. Like, you're a fan all of a sudden? They're yeah. like, no, but like, the women are good. The amount of times I've heard, no, but the women are good. It just makes you think like, holy shit, these guys could figure it out on their team and they could get good. Like, this country would absolutely go crazy for it. World Cup fever is real. We we one hundred and ten percent get behind the women. Imagine what we, how we get behind the men. It's about nationalism. It's about being like shit. The U.S. is good at this. Mm-hmm. Like we can still like we can be a world player in exactly, football. Exactly. Exactly. We just weren't stupid and had our heads in our asses for the men's game. Like it's so backwards. How much the USSF ruins everything. It's like if they weren't so worried about making money, maybe the U.S. men could actually have qualified for a world cup last time exactly rather than you know not and having wasting everybody's time right and 
you think about it, that missing that World Cup probably did more damage to the growing popularity of soccer in America than almost anything else could have. Yeah. Like, we had momentum. 2014, that World yeah, Cup. Yeah, we made a far, what's his name, Tim Howard put in an, an amazing performance. We went out against Belgium, but dude, we went out with, with a good taste in our mouth. You yeah. know what I mean? Everyone was proud of that U.S. team. They exactly. surprised everybody. And everyone was hyped for the 2018 CK. Can they build off that? And then we don't even make the damn tournament. Because like. we lost one game in the middle of nowhere against Farmers in Trinidad-Tobago. You you explained that one to me. I could be Trinidad-Tobago. Our indoor team could be Trinidad-Tobago. Like, what are we doing for Right. And so, it just goes to show you, man. <laughs> if the United States Soccer Federation just weren't such a corrupt fucking organization... Yeah. Oh my God, we didn't. We need to talk about something else that happened this past couple of weeks. So over the last week, a, something very interesting has been happening. There's a website called Glassdoor.com. I don't mm. know if anybody's ever heard of it. Basically, it's a website where it, former employees and current employees of, of companies write reviews about the company, of what it's like to work there, the positives, the negatives. It's basically a way for people who are prospective uh applicants for any kind of job to look at a company and be like, Ooh, do I want to work there? What's the work culture like? It just yep. gives you a glimpse of what working at a certain company is oh, like before yep, you yep, work yep. there. Yep. I know where I'm right? So then a bunch of reviews started popping up on glassdoor.com for the United States Soccer Federation. And these were horrendous. Yes. If you guys want to see them, there's a really cool Twitter account. The guy's name is the Chris Kessel. He tweeted all of these out. He was probably one of the first guys to really uh, put this out there on the on the internet. Dude, it was absurd. People talking about the blatant nepotism of what's going on in yep. there. They're about to hire... Uh, so currently, the U.S. men's national team head coach is Greg Berhalter. They're about to hire his brother to be the CEO of the United States Soccer Federation. And everybody who wrote in it, they're like, he, they're, he doesn't deserve it. He's not really... We don't have good culture here. And so... There were so many comments just lambasting the USSF, talking about how shitty of a work culture it is, how awful everything is, how, like, you guys just need to read it from your, for yourselves. Yeah, like, yeah. it's really, really horrendous. And then what happened? People started picking this up as a real story. Mm. The New York, I think the New York Times wrote something. Like, a lot of different bigger news outlets started to pick the story up. So then, of course, the USSF couldn't not respond. Yeah, they had to. So they let out a press release to everybody. And basically, the overarching theme was, we take your comments very seriously but in the future, if you have any complaints, please send them to our in-house third-party team and not post them on a site for people to see. <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. The promoter's like, hey, please stop embarrassing us. Just keep, keep your mouth shut. Literally. And you would th- you think that the we're only talking about this, and people only care about this because people were writing this on Glassdoor, which is, it's an anonymous site. People can just write whatever they want. Yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like You could say, oh, but maybe they don't actually work there. Uh, I'm pretty sure, it was, I believe it was the New York Times, they went out and interviewed. They like called the different people who work at the USSF and got interviews with people who also said, Good for them. please leave me anonymous so I don't lose my job because right, they, right. they were feared, fearful of retribution from the USSF. As they should be, you know what I mean? As they should be. These guys are assholes. Yeah. So then I was, I just thought it was so funny. Like, oh yeah, please don't air out our dirty laundry. Tell us so that we don't do anything about it and we don't look bad. Yeah. It's so bogus. Tell us so we can just sleep it under the rug and just act like nothing ever happened. No, you're, oh God. That one was absolutely baffling. I hope to they me. keep going. I hope they just keep absolutely roasting them on Glassdoor.com and every other possible site until they just die. <laughs> okay, it's a little dramatic, but lose their jobs would be good. Something, yeah. Change I hope something. You know what? I hope something. everybody who works at the USSF who isn't, you know, I sorry, let me take that back. I hope everybody who's a higher up at the USSF stubs their toe every single morning really hard on their Twice. coffee table. Twice. Each big toe. Both. Mm-hmm. 
and then gets a paper cut in between their hands, in between their fingers. Ooh, that one I hurt like me. That. I just I said like that, that, and it really and it burned their tongue every time they take the yep. first of a coffee. Every time like, you guys one go of those coffee. bad burns that you feel for like two, three mm, days, and you can't even taste anything, and then you want to have some good pizza later, and nope, can't taste it. Can't even taste it. Fun <laughs> fact: I burned my tongue on pizza Friday night. I'm still, oh, I'm not happy. I had a sandwich earlier. My the top of my mouth's all fucked up. I don't even know why. <laughs> it's not, it's not important, but I just figured no, 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 out. No, no. Yeah, I figured doesn't want to know. I'm struggling <laughs> over here. Uh, but yeah, man, it just it goes to highlight the fact that. If only we cared a little bit more for the men's side exactly. of it. And if we were a little bit less stupid in terms of the USSF, mm-hmm. maybe people would actually care about athlete football. For athlete, we can match any country flat out. We're not lacking athletes. No. We're lacking a structure, a mentality, and a coaching system. Yeah. There are kids who are being swept under the rugs because they don't have the money to play in the current pay-to-play system. Yeah. There are... Well, how big of a country are you? Isn't there like 300 million people who live in the United States? Something like that, yeah. We are larger than a lot of the com- the countries that have won World Cups put together. Yes. And you say, oh, but they have the structure and they've had years to build it. Yeah, but we are not building it now. People who say that think, oh, yeah, but we're trying to build now. No, no we're, we're not. not. We're, we're not building on anything. We're just in this constant circle of just suckiness. Yeah, and then you see what happens is the U.S. men and the women do well. The USSF pocket more money. And they don't reinvest it. It just no. goes into the pockets of the MLS owners and the other people around there. It's bullshit. It's so stupid. Ah, gets me so angry. And, you know, maybe one day we'll see the U.S. men's jersey be one of the best sellers somewhere rather than at the flea market. <laughs> Facts. Savers, number one bestseller. Oh, God. U.S. men's national team jersey. And I can see it. Sadly, I can see that happening. Yeah. Because, like, who the hell wants a Josie Altador jersey? Let's be honest. No, nah, I'm good. I do want a Chris and Pulisic jersey. Though. Oh, Pulisic jersey would be cool. But you'd want one from Chelsea, not the Yeah, US. you're right. You're right. You're right. I would. Maybe both. Yeah, maybe both. Why not, right? Whatever. I mean, spoil myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I think that wraps everything up for today. Thanks again for listening, as always. Let us know what you think about the one and only Flat Earth FC. What do you think about Ralph's treatment of Gareth Bale? Do you think it's unfair? Do you think it's fair? Do you think he's just not worth the headache anymore? I think he is, but we might disagree. Let us know. Let us know what you think of the U.S. women completely crushing everyone else in jersey sales. Shout out to the women. Good luck tomorrow. Please bring this cup home. We need it. We want it. Let us know what you think, guys. Shout out to Alex from Glastonbury Festival. <laughs> oh, there you go. Shout out, to, shout out to my guy, Alex. Absolutely killing the bars. But yeah, guys, once again, thanks, thanks for listening. Always appreciate it.